When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and happy Friday to everyone. Welcome into the PHLY Phillies podcast. Fridays, as the kids say, Renee, just just hit a little different, you know? Just hits a little different knowing it's Friday. Never just, heard that before. No? Not really. It hits different. Isn't <laughs> okay. that what the kids are saying? I'm yeah. cool. I'm hip. What's up, fellow teens? <laughs> We're on the YouTube. We're doing it. On the YouTube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on the TikTok. Oh no, it's not done for anything progressive commercial. Um, do we yeah. really need 40 pictures of Donna's party? No, You're turning we don't. into your parents, Jamie. Yeah. Listen, I, I will say today I the was Fridays in like a Friday mood. Yeah. There's like a few different moods. There's some new music that dropped. I know I was talking about before the show with our social media manager, Chris Frezza. Some new music has dropped around the world. Chris Brown, different people dropping new music. And oh. it got me thinking about some old classics I, I today. I always have those Chris Brown noties on, as the kids say. Okay. <laughs> You're just in no, your bag I, today, apparently. I am, uh, I am not a Chris um, Brown. But it's a little gloomy today, so it was giving me, like, new edition. Can you stand the rain vibes? And it was giving, for some people, might be Friday payday. Just got paid. But for us, it's shop till you drop, which is not a song, but I think there's some or shopping songs. Corbin that Byrne vibes or Eduardo yeah, Rodriguez it's giving, vibes? For me, it's or... giving the vibes of it's time to shop. Mike Better have Trout my money. Vibes. Let's spend some money. Yeah, buddy, man, hopefully John Middleton got paid um, today Just so he can got get paid. ready uh, to head out here. There's a lot to get into today. We oh, want to yes. buzz through a lot. We got our buddy John Foley joining us in like 40 minutes. Uh, but a lot of things to get to today as, you know, the GM meetings wrapped up, but the rumor mill still in full force. Now, yesterday, as we wrapped up the show before we were leaving here after the show, the tweet comes out hmm. that the Milwaukee Brewers will listen to offers for anyone. Uh, and pitcher Corbin Burns is phenomenal. He's a really, really good pitcher. Uh, and I think a lot of Phillies fans have mentioned him theoretically in passing over the last like year or two like if milwaukee blows up ready to pounce on corbin burns uh the Brewers said anyone could be had for the right price the right price for corbin burns is most definitely going to involve i would think in a mick abel and a griff mcgarry at a starting point painter's probably a guy you can protect for him uh, but corbin burns could be had and you know He's right up there as good as Blake Snell and as Aaron Nola. You could even make the case maybe even slightly better than the two of them, uh, but definitely in the same ballpark as the two of them. Yamamoto is more that unknown. So, Renee, if you had your druthers, and as somebody I used to work with would say, well, the druthers can only be yours, so of course. <laughs> Shout out John Kincaid. One more cancer treatment to go. Uh, best of luck with that, buddy. Uh, but if you had your druthers, would you prefer to sign an Aaron Nola, a Blake Snell, a Yamamoto, or would you go and trade for a Corbin Burns, which means you have to give up some prime uh, prospects of yours? Where would you fall on that one? Versus the spend, spend money or send the prospects out? Bring on the money, honey. Uh, listen, I have been saying that I'd love to see a Corbin in a Phillies uniform as long as their first name is Corbin, not last name Corbin. 
And I'm I'm all for it. I Patrick think that Corbin sucks. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I yeah, had to make that disclaimer. He's, he's first, very bad. There's there's some some heavy hitter <laughs> first name Corbins in the league, and I'll take any of them. I wouldn't bat an eye. I love the fact that Milwaukee's willing to virtually shop or any player on the roster, which means they're open to all the conversations, all the options, all about. I'm a I like negotiations, and I think that you absolutely can get some great deals for Corbin Burns. Uh, Burns obviously with him being a free agent next year. Yeah, so he's um, in the final year of arbitration, bingo. and that's why so they're shopping him. That's exactly it. I think that's the perfect time to bring him in, as we've been having conversations about who would replace Aaron Nola. This is a, a deal that I would take forward, backwards, any day of the week uh, without hesitation. And uh, look, Corbin Burns' numbers that he's that he's posted, you know, having a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, just careers as a whole. He's a guy that you without a doubt want. Um, I know we've got some of the stats on him, but you don't have a Corbin Burns on the market every day. You don't see no. those types of names that come available or even in the mix to become available. So you cannot pass up this opportunity to at least try to come up with a deal with the Brewers. Um, you know, for him, an all-star, a, a Cy Young winner, a guy that you know can come into your team and be the starting pitcher Zach Wheeler Corbin Burns are you kidding? I mean that's filthy like, yeah it's absolutely filthy uh, give, give me I, the World Series now look at the numbers that we've seen from Corbin Burns in the 32 starts 193 and two-thirds innings pitched a 10-8 record a 339 ERA 200 strikeouts and 106.9 whip 200 plus strikeouts each of the last three years I know Aaron Nola's also had five seasons of 200 plus strikeouts okay Corbin Burns come on in you've got the last straight three years of that and in 2023 was the first season where we saw his ERA in the three since 2019. Corbin Burns, please come on over, buddy. Come on over. It's nice here in Philly. Yeah, much and better I, and than Milwaukee. I know Tyler's getting real Randy in the other room, baseball <laughs> Randy, and we'll we'll get his opinion on Corbin Burns in a second. Uh, but John in the chat, Sequela, thanks for joining us, John, and well Eugene, done. and John Dickerson, and Martian, and uh, everybody in here. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Smash that like button while you're in here. John says, I'm 100% certain that the Phillies are going to leave the winter meetings having added a legit top of the rotation starter. Could be via trade, might be a free agent, but they're getting one. Uh, I agree with you because, you know, this, this core, and we'll talk about Mike Trout in one second, but if you're telling me your all-in options are Corbin Burns or Mike Trout, like Let let's just burn. say... Because you only have so many of like, you know, Dave Dombrowski and John Middleton aren't going to pay a billion dollars um, to three players in Trey Turner, Bryce Harper and Mike Trout. So like you have to kind of juggle how you're going to spend, even though it's a, you know, capitalist league. If you're telling me Corbin Burns or Mike Trout, it's Corbin Burns seven days a week, uh, twice on Sundays, whatever you want to say, like. Corbin Burns to me is a much more all in move than Mike Trout, who you're lucky if plays 85, 90 games for you. Yeah. Well, as I'm keeping with my music Friday vibes, I'm a music person, guys. I love to just tap in music, but it's giving right now. Let it burn. Q Usher. Oh, no. because uh, <laughs> you're, well, you're doing it again. <laughs> I'm doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to hurt for me to say this. It's we coming from the heart. Milwaukee's been house. a long time coming, but you and Burns have fell apart. And if you want to work this out, the Phillies are the place. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. It's already been thought about. <laughs> no, I'm literally doing that oh, off the cuff. Actually, I'm freestyling. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I'm surprised myself. <laughs> um, but uh, it's time to bring Burns over. Tyler, I know you're salivating back there at the thought of Corbin Burns in a Philly is it, uniform. Is it okay to turn on your camera? We'll, we'll is it, is it mean, safe we'll for work? Back? We'll, we'll give it a shot. Look at, look at that. It's not as nice as your cameras, but I also have to, look directly, I have to look directly into my computer, which is a little weird. It's I feel like weird, we're back yeah. into like 2020. I'm not sure I even look in the camera. You know, work, work from home era. But uh, yeah, Corbin Burns is super exciting. Like we talked about that, that, that above e three ERA for the first time in four years. Listen, we talked about runs and, and ERA. Uh, you know, moving in the wrong direction, well, ERA at least for pitchers moving in the wrong direction over the last couple of, or over this season compared to the last couple because of the the pitch clock, because of the, th the, the limited throwovers. So there's a lot of stuff involved that, that helped raise ERAs across baseball this year. But the one thing that I really love about Corbin Burns, he doesn't walk hitters and his whip is... I mean, it's off the charts. He's a starting pitcher. He's pretty much with, sub one every year. He was sub one every year except for this year. And by the way, this year he was above one. And I think, I'm pretty sure he led the league in whip 
this season. He's started 32 plus games over the last couple of years, 28, you know, the year before the COVID season. He's a He's the type of guy that can anchor a starting rotation, and if you're going with a Wheeler and a Burns That's at one filthy. two, I think it's I think it's almost better. It's the best in baseball. It's almost better than than Wheeler and Nola. Uh, I almost. would agree. Yeah, I think it is better than Wheeler and Nola. Uh, the year he won the Cy Young three years ago, uh, you talked about it. The lowest <laughs> home runs per nine in baseball, the highest strikeouts per nine in baseball. Uh, and the highest strikeouts per win in baseball. And by the way, 200 plus strikeouts each of the last, each of the last three seasons, like Renee talked about, led the league in strikeouts last year. The numbers are telling, and, and yeah. I know that he's going to be 29. And, and to that's me, that's not thing. a that's not old for starting pitching. No, you can get this guy can be had, especially if they're willing to avoid the arbitration year and, and go oh, with yeah. a five. I would deal. think that's the move. It, it, this is exciting. Yeah, and his arbitration year, he's on the books for about roughly 14. Uh, point one, according to spot track. Um, so the other thing about Corbin Burns is the durability and the innings the last three years, uh, which have been his main years as uh, a starter, 167, 202, 193. Uh, now, Aaron Nola, one of the things that he's sought after for on the market is his durability. Uh, and we talked a little bit about this yesterday. Like, uh, unless you find that guy that's your true number two, if you have to talk about a ranger or somebody stepping up into that role, you're looking at a guy that barely goes over 150 innings. Uh, this was courtesy of Philly's tailgate on Twitter. Uh, we talked about Nola's durability. Well, dating back since 2017, Aaron Nola has led the team in innings pitched, except that one year when Zach Wheeler went 213, and I think Nola went like 204 or something that year. Um, so that innings pitched is, is a real deal. Uh, and Corbin Burns looks like a guy that can come in here and easily give you between 175 and 200 innings. Uh, and that's that's pretty valuable uh, in and of itself, not to mention he's probably a better pitcher than Aaron Nola. So the thought of this is uh, incredibly enticing. I'm not afraid to throw Abel and McGarry. Uh, Justin Crawford were protecting at all costs. Uh, but a couple other prospects, you, you know, Corbin Burns is probably that guy where you have to give up like three of your top 10 prospects, I would think, uh, because there is a looming contract with him. So uh, I'm all for the proven sure thing over the prospects. I do want to protect some guys, uh, but at age 29, you should be able to get uh, a solid, you know, three to four more years out of a Wheeler Burns top of the rotation. Mm. Yeah, I know. Mm. And that's a whole <laughs> lot of sexy. It is a whole lot of baseball sexy. My my tough question I have to ask, guys, is where do I sign? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I know in the chat, John, again, you're saying a Burns-Wheeler uh, combo is disgusting. It, it That's is that nasty. pow, pow. Uh, Wheeler and Snell would be two. You like Gray and Erod also, but Burns and Snell are exciting as hell. It's with the best added one, doubt. two in baseball. Yeah. Trevor, welcome. We're feeling great today because uh, we know that Corbin Burns is on the market and there's a possibility that the Phillies can snag him. You don't have a, a starting pitcher like that that comes available every day and there's an opportunity for the Phillies to make it happen. And hopefully they do. Eugene, I'm going to take that as a compliment that I'm the great value version of Cardi B because I am freestyling on this Friday a little bit for you guys. But yeah, you got to be feeling good about that news because we've been talking about on the show Obviously, we broke down starting pitchers. We talked about guys like Sonny Gray and Blake Snell and Yamamoto. And we just talked through the different prospects and free agency. But as we all know, beyond free agency, the trades that are possible. And those are the conversations we don't even know that are happening behind the scenes. But to hear that this one's coming out, that Milwaukee's ready to shop, every, throw anything and everything in the kitchen sink out the window if needed, makes it exciting. The I know the, the White Sox are, there's some other teams that are out there heavily, the problem, heavily shopping. Every it's not just Milwaukee. <laughs> is going to want a Corbin Burns on their team. So you have to think like whoever doesn't get Otani uh, is going to be in on them. Uh, the Yankees and thinking about adding Corbin Burns to Garrett Cole is filthy. Uh, the Red Sox need pitching. There's a uh, lot they, of teams heavily you know, on so the market. So those big market teams with money and assets. <laughs> and God forbid, I don't even want to think about the thought of the Atlanta Braves getting involved for Corbin Burns. But all these teams that are on the doorstep are going to want Corbin Burns too. So it's 
it's gonna take a lot to get them. It's it's feeling like Black Friday. You know, the old school Black Friday. Now with everybody shopping online, it's more of a Cyber Monday vibe. But the old school Black Friday when everyone's rushing into the stores at the same time and snagging the last yeah. TVs off the shelves. That's what it's feeling like. Everybody's got their shopping carts ready and we're lined up at the door all ready to race in because it's not just the Phillies that are excited today. We're not the only ones excited about the possibilities. There are so many teams that you keep hearing about ready to just throw it all out there. They have a lot of players that they're selling. Um, the market is hot right now. I know for the Padres specifically, Juan Soto looking at you. Yeah, I see the chat's it's, always saying uh, Casty for Soto. Who says I no? would take it. I, I think the Padres say no. <laughs> I would take it. But yeah, the Padres, I don't know if they would like that deal. But Juan Soto and gosh, you know, the names that are available. I mean, some of the names now, because Mike Trout uh, has taken over, you know, yes. people are getting irrational. Mike Trout has entered the chat. Um, all right, let's just address the Mike Trout thing. Let's do it. I am, um, I say this, acknowledging <laughs> the greatness that Mike Trout possesses. Uh, it's four straight years where he's been injured, and one of those injuries is a back, and he's not getting any younger, and he is going to cost a ton of money. Yes, I know he doesn't have to play center field anymore. He can play left field. And if the baseball season was 80 to 100 games, I would say it's a no-brainer. Go get him. But it's not. It's 162 games plus playoffs. The chances I think Mike Trout plays full baseball seasons anymore uh, are probably pretty slim. Um, I would go elsewhere in my direction this offseason, even though I know how fucking good Mike Trout is when he's healthy. I just think this team is too close to gamble on that big of an if. Yeah, I know in the chat, um, Dave, you're saying no on Trout. No, with all capitals. Uh, you know, the discussion around Mike Trout has always been one. I know even in the show yesterday, people were talking about Mike Trout in the conversation in the chat. And it's someone, a name you always bring up. Obviously, he's local growing up in, in Vineland. We all I think know if he's not local, that, the push isn't there for him. Right. And I don't, and as exactly. Much as but it also, is. also at one point, Mike Trout was one of the faces of Major League Baseball. But when you look at the injuries over the last years, you don't have that that same excitement about possibly bringing in Mike Trout. I mean, now the other side of it, the Angels have reportedly said they do not want to trade Mike Trout. It has been reported if he were to ask out, then they would oblige and follow along. But right now, Trout hasn't, according to reports as of this specific second, hasn't given any hints regarding that. Even said he expects to be with the team at the beginning of next <laughs> season. Uh, but the... <laughs> The GM also, Perry Manasian, I, I believe is how you say last name. The GM also shut down any Trout trade rumors at the GM meeting, saying that Trout is someone who he wants around. So it seems sure like his name's did. been dangled out there, as does all the rest. But according well, the to reason Mike is saying there. the politically correct things of like, I'm going to be here next season. Yeah, okay. And the GM saying, we want to see him well, here Bryce next Harper season. Well, Bryce Harper in 2019 when he right was signed <laughs> was like, yeah, I'm going to do everything I can to get Mike Trout if he's here, if he becomes available. But so, also we know they're already shopping out with Otani, and uh, I don't imagine for well, the Angels. because they're a loser franchise. I, yeah, and you haven't, with two superstars, haven't been able to get to the playoffs. And I say that as the, the biggest playoffs. loser franchise in existence. <laughs> All right, I want to just get that be clear. The Phillies are the biggest loser. The Angels are just more currently a loser. I could see the Angels trading, considering trades for Mike I Trout. I would. I absolutely would. Get I that mean, money off the books. Figure out a if you're already shopping Otani out, shop Trout out, see what you can get. He has been injured the last four seasons. You have under, you haven't exceeded or reached any of the expectations that you thought you'd have with having those two. It, it's time to shop. I know in the chat you guys are talking about MBDB, DB, uh, DBS talking about Soto. What do you figure Soto would cost? I know the market was saying that he is expected to get a $23 million raise in his final year of arbitration. Um, there are a number of teams that are would would be interested in paying to be able to bring him of in, course. without a doubt. <laughs> I would, I would, I, I'm not in no, on Mike Trout. I'd be in on him. Juan Soto if you could afford him, but I, I, he's I'm, very I'm in expensive. On Corbin Burns over all of them. Yeah, I mean, listen, because at. you need. Someone like Corbin Burns, you can go without Mike Trout. Yeah, Mike Trout is <laughs> under contract through 2030 at 30, almost 36 million dollars no. per year. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah, um, I understand the intrigue and yes. why it's a conversation, but no, thank you. I'd like to go get Corbin Burns. I'd like to go get uh, you know some more bullpen help, maybe a more consistent corner outfield hitter. 
Um, and you know, Mike Trout could be that if he's healthy, but and that's the key. It goes back to what's needed. You know, even with Juan Soto, I know you're talking, Barbara, that possibly a team like the Yankees would be interested in him. Obviously, 35 homers, 109 RBIs last season. He's he's the one of the names that's very hot on the market right now as well. But for Juan Soto and Mike Trout with the Phillies specifically, it would look it would look nice to be able to bring them in, but you don't need to bring them in. There's no need for that. I mean, look at Mike Trout's stats. Um, this past season, I know we have the numbers for you in the 82 games played in 2023, uh, 82 games played, a 263, 367, 490 split, 18 home runs, 40 RBIs, um, 11 time all-star three time MVP. We know he's an eight time silver slugger, seven years left on his deal. That's the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. I think the most important thing is the top, the top and bottom 82 games oh, played absolutely. and seven years left on his deal. He signed, of course, that 12 year $426 million contract back in 2019, which was ludicrous. And there's many years still left on that. We're not even halfway through that 12-year deal. Trout is someone that uh, you absolutely do not need to have on, on the Phillies. There's no, there's no reason to splurge. If we're shopping, we're window shopping right now, I'm not splurging on Mike Trout because the, the, the priority has to be starting pitcher. And if you have to choose, like we said, between Mike Trout, Juan Soto, and Corbin, I'm going, let it burn all day, every day, because uh, it's a much better fit for what the Phillies specifically need. A Wheeler Burns, ooh, Ranger, Sanchez, you've got Orion coming into an, a full year. This is, this is, it would be scary times. It'd be scary times if you can bring in Corbin Burns. Um, so what's not scary times, and before we get to a couple more rumors involving the Phillies, and before we get to John Foley, uh, is Wheelhouse Cards. It's awesome. Uh, they have two locations in Wayne and Westchester. Our own Zach Berman uh, said it's his son's favorite store, the Wayne location. Uh, it's awesome. I follow them on Instagram. You should, too. The store is awesome. It's our go-to gift and apparel shop in the Delaware Valley, especially with the holidays coming up. Keep wheelhouse cards in mind. Their motto, it's cards and community because sports is something that unites us all. They carry all of your favorite card brands like Topps, Chrome Baseball and Mosaic Football, as well as T-shirts, hats, hoodies, and so much more from brands like Mitchell & Ness, Mosaic uh, Football, 47 Brand, Junk Food, Starter, and Shy Vintage Sports. And if you're looking to have your sports card collection graded, Wheelhouse offers PSA grading submissions. They also host tons of different family-friendly events and birthday parties every month. So stop into either of the locations in Wayne or Westchester, and Westchester's awesome. Uh, the town. So if you're in Westchester area, make sure you're stopping by open seven days a week at 11 a.m. Use code PHLY to get $10 off any purchase of $25 or more in store. And like I said, follow them on Instagram at wheelhouse cards. All right. A couple other rumors as we're buzzing through, we got to stay focused. I got to, I got to stay Adderall up today uh, <laughs> and focus eyes on the prize. Um, I was reading John Heyman in the New York post this morning and I know this is another name that will uh, fancy Tyler's uh, baseball bones in the other room. Uh, I will just read John Heyman's words for you. A little snippet in his morning uh, roundup. A new Phillies pitcher rumor has entered the arena. Oh, boy. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez could double the $49 million he opted out of. And the Cardinals, Red Sox, and Phillies look like possible contenders there. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez is a guy we talked about the other day. Uh, he's opted out of his Detroit contract. Uh, who wants to stay in Detroit when um, St. Louis, Boston, and the Phillies could be options? Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, depending, I wouldn't want to. I mean, he's probably, if you compared him to twos around baseball, he's probably in the middle to back end of those twos. Uh, but he's there's certainly worse options. I would like better than Eduardo Rodriguez. I'm not opposed to Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, but before we get to Tyler Renee, like <laughs> how does he stack up for you in terms of uh, potential gaps to fill if Aaron Nola leaves? I'm still stuck on Corbin Burns. Okay. I'm not settling for anything else because now you've showed me the top pro the top items on the on the list that I can buy possibly, and then you're coming at me with talking about the. The name, you know, the non-name brand knock. Well, he's not a knockoff, but I'm still stuck on Corbin Birds. Listen, if if it is Eduardo Rodriguez, 
you know, over someone like a Sunny Gray. Hands yeah, like down. that I think is totally like that's, fine. Like Eduardo needs to be if 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 the Phillies are unable to bring in Corbin Burns. He is no Burns. He is no Snell. No, he's no, no, no. Aaron and, Nola. And honestly, yeah, I think he he just took the leap to the top of that next group because we talked about Yamamoto, Snell, Burns the ones that you would talk through. Um, but Rodriguez, I would say, is that next year, and I would take him before Yamamoto because I just would know what we're going to get from him. But 330 ERA last season, 13-9 record, 143 strikeouts, 115 whip. Like, you know what you're going to get from Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, look at his stats that we've seen so far. The 227, 289, 359 split in 2023, and all it's all career bests for him. His biggest concerns, and I'll let you jump in more about this, Tyler, Surrounding him, Tyler, you the dip in velocity and the dwindling strikeout rate. I'll and let you jump in on Tyler that. Before Tyler hops in, John makes a really good point in the chat uh, that Erod is a Dombrowski guy from his time. Uh, I think he was drafted. Mm -hmm. Was he drafted by point. Detroit, Tyler, or signed internationally? Signed? I don't remember the no, origin. No, because remember story. he was with Boston prior. Oh, uh, right. Okay, so he might have been a Dombrowski guy from Boston. Uh, so your thoughts? I know you're the highest on him of all of us. Yeah, I think that, that that dip in velocity is is fair, right? Because we get on Taiwan Walker for the second half of the season, right? Yeah. He's, he the was, wear and tear. Listen, he was strong in the first half. I, you you guys know how much I dislike Taiwan Walker, but he was strong in the first half of the season. Um, Rodriguez, I'm not going to put them on the same level because Rodriguez is a better pitcher, but the velocity did dip from high 93s to mid 93s to high 92s throughout the course of the season, which makes you wonder: Does the innings, like, do the innings start to compile on a guy like Eduardo Rodriguez? But I will say, I think that he has always been a strikeout pitcher. And this year, with his velocity dipping and his strikeouts he dipping, he with unlocked that, up something. I think he's learned how to pitch. Yeah. yeah as yeah. opposed to, like, I, I am a big proponent of there are pitchers and there are throwers. And for the first portion of Eduardo Rodriguez's career, I think he was a thrower. Yeah. And now I think he's a pitcher. And I think that that does something for a guy when they learn yeah. how to become a major league pitcher. Valid points. Yeah. Um, I do like I do like the thought really quickly before you move on, Jamie, as uh, you guys are talking in the chat. I know a lot of people are sharing their thoughts on it. Um, I think it was Trevor, maybe, that was saying, if you can scrub a little bit. I was trying to remember the name that said it. Uh, maybe it was Kim, actually. Somebody was talking about Oh, boy. Oh, you scrolled too far. It's okay. People are um, buzzing talking, with the hot Yeah, the chat talk. is moving so quickly, I can't keep up. But keep the comments coming. Somebody was talking about having um, Aaron, Nola, and Corbin Burns as the top two options. And then from there, if the next options are Rodriguez, yes, perfect. Thank you. It was MBDBDBF. Thank well, you, Well, that's because he's a the known next, Snell hater, the next tier, which is a little irrational. But the next tier for me is <laughs> looking at Rodriguez, Snell, gray um as and then gray being the next one below that but you know the options that are there if you you know a options b options you really can't go terribly wrong with any of those guys in my opinion yeah so Corbin burns definitely strengthened the market oh yeah uh, granted it's different <laughs> you have to trade for him you can't just go spend money and get him yeah. uh, but it definitely uh strengthens the ace aspect of the market uh so the other nuggets in john Heyman's piece um uh, have to do with aaron nola and blake snell um, and they're going to cost a lot of money. The whole point of Heyman's article, and, and look, Heyman is a Boris guy for um, you know transparency here. This is probably where he's getting a lot of his information from uh, and his contract ideals from is Scott Boris is probably directly feeding him. Uh, that's fine because Scott Boris doesn't call me, so I will take what John Heyman says with a grain of salt, uh, but the whole you know focus of the article is that these pitchers are due for an absolute lottery payday uh, because it's scarce at the top and because teams always need pitching. This is what he has to say about uh, Aaron Nola and Blake Snell. And again, every time somebody talks about Aaron Nola, this is how it usually is prefaced. <clears throat> the uber-reliable Aaron Nola or uber-durable Aaron Nola, uh, but this says the uber-reliable Aaron Nola is said to be seeking 200 million dollars and who's to say uber? he doesn't oh for what? use the word uber not yeah. super uber okay that's weird uber reliable okay. uh set to be seeking 200 million dollars and who's to say he doesn't get it the phillies are talking to nola first uh but they were a hundred million apart in spring training last year if they can't bridge a gap wider than the schuylkill the phillies will likely replace him with another ace good local um i guess 
topography or what do you call waterway uh, knowledge? I mean, that was cute. Yeah, that was, that was good to work in the local, the yeah, local school. Like, like a local joke. Yeah, jokel. that's good work um, by John Heyman, I cool. think. Yeah. It was cute. Um, I mean, it lost me. million. You lost me at Uber. I, I could not pay attention. I, I didn't make it said. up. Uber. No, I know, but it, it just... <laughs> It lost me at Uber because it just took away from he the credibility reliable. of what he said. It just, what are we shopping for batteries here? I mean, it's just wild. That, that's like his biggest thing. And that is what we like about innings. Aaron Nola, the, all the innings that he's pitched. I know Barbie is saying, let's not think about Nola anymore. He had his chances. Listen, I'm not going to lie, guys. I thought <laughs> it was Corbin, interesting. It says that they're talking Corbin, first. When Corbin Burns' name slid out there, I was like, but bye, Aaron. Yeah. Bye. You have to give up prospects to get him, and they're That's both okay. going to cost you similar amounts of money. So, I mean, it's an interesting GM. Do you go kinda... with the sure thing of, well, of what sure you know things. what you're going to get from Aaron, but you know you know what you're going to get from both of them. But One is Aaron's, slightly better. And one's already been here versus like sure, making a change and getting eh, someone new. That's overrated when it comes to somebody as good as Corbin Burns. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but you have to give up. You know, probably two of your top six or seven prospects, Done. which I'm fine See with. Ya. I'm not. Don't, I'm just saying, like, what that's, you want to be? A it's, it's <laughs> there. There are different ways to get them. Um, so what Heyman says about Blake Snell, he says certainly NL Cy Young winner Blake Snell is looking higher than Aaron Nola's 200 million. And while agent Scott Boris is pointing out Snell's similarities with Randy Johnson at age 30, mm. MBD, cover your ears. These are Scott Boris's words, <laughs> not mine. Um, Snell has limited hitters to a 204 average at age 30, and it was 209 for Randy Johnson at age 30. A very particular thing to point out. Mm. Um, some see the best comp as Steven Strasburg, who got 245 million for seven years. If Blake Snell gets up into the 245 range, uh, I, I think I'm tapping out. I, I I like Blake Snell. He's fine. But if you start to get to like 250 for him, I'd rather then go trade for a Corbin Burns, who's also probably going to get 250, but is slightly younger and I think more consistent and possibly better. Yeah. You know, you're, you're talking about Cy Young winner. So it's like, uh, Apple, you know, it's there's no lose there. Uh, but I'd rather Corbin Burns than Blake Snell at that money. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, you don't need to, if you can, come up with a better deal to bring in Corbin Burns. I know, Chris, you're saying in the chat that you don't feel like the Phillies have the pieces to be able to bring in um, and make that deal happen for Corbin Burns. Um, I know also, Barbara, you're on the same page as me. We're here of let's make the move. We got to improve. We're not good enough. Jay flows in the chat. We haven't seen you since the NLCS. Uh, well, you're the you Diamondbacks fan. the same darkness we Diamondbacks did for like a week fan coming losing. back, yeah. And you're saying, Hello, Jay, that, now we're just collective losers together. Go. Welcome back. Now Jay, Jay is saying they really should re-sign Nola or trade for Kershaw. Oh God, no, Jay, get uh, out of here with that Kershaw talk. <laughs> David saying Kershaw needed needs a change of scenery. He he could, but just not in Philly. Um, but yeah, you know, I just think that. When you look at this team, I know Kim was saying it earlier. We've all mentioned it here. There's no major tweaks, need, major changes needed. You don't need to uproot a whole bunch, but some minor adjustments to improve in some areas. But it has to make sense financially. That's the beauty. The Phillies aren't desperate, so they don't have to just take any deal. And if Snell's numbers are going to be upwards of 245, no deal. Deal or no deal? No deal. So same thing that we talked about with Mike Trout. You're not desperate for him. You're not desperate for Juan Soto. You're not desperate for Blake Snell either. Uh, Yamamoto, same thing. So there are some good prospects well, I am out there. I am desperate for a a true number two pitcher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But not desperate to the point of spending. Eh, you spend. You just let's circle back on that. You said two forty five for Blake Snell. I, if you can I'm get not, Corbin I, Burns. I personally wouldn't, but like if there's nobody left and Blake Snell oh, yeah, at two forty becomes like all that's left, like I mean, my desperation desperation is a stinky cologne, as they say. <laughs> so, like, if if the market unfolds and Nola's gone, Yamamoto's gone, Burns is gone, Eduardo Rodriguez well, signed somewhere else, Sonny time. Gray signed, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, 245 for uh, Blake Snell? All right, I guess. Fine. Um, so there is a point where I become desperate enough to pay that. But as of this moment, the Phillies are moment, not desperate, I'm but anything no. can change. But desperation <laughs> Is a stinky, stinky cologne. We know over the next weeks things are going to be changing around yeah. here, like the weather. Uh, shout out to uh, <laughs> Yeeshmeister in the chat. 
Uh, yes. He's a guy I've gone back and forth with on our Discord channel a bunch. Absolutely. Good to see him in here. Uh, and if you want to hop in and become a diehard member with us here at All City, it's pretty cool. You get the Discord channels. You get to talk uh, to all of us, you know, basically directly. Kyle and Derek are in the Sixers channel talking during games. I know me and you hop in the Phillies channel a lot. Renee also does the Union chat. So we have like these private kind of Discord channels. I'm new to Discord, and I think it's awesome connecting with all of you. Uh, so with the Die Hard membership, it's $79.99 a year. You get some uh, paywall content from our awesome writers. You get a free T-shirt. You get the Discord access. You get uh, discounts to events and stuff we're going to be doing over time. So a lot of great stuff. So I would encourage all of you to become a Die Hard and uh, uh, support us here at All City because we love all of you guys. And uh, good to see some of you hopping in the chat for the Hop Stove conversation uh, now, Renee, before we get to John Foley, uh, we have a, a, an award that was won by one of our own. And then I know there's some all MLB stuff you wanted to hit on oh, as yeah. well. Uh, but let's start with Bryce Harper. I was kind of shocked to see that he won his silver slugger for the DH um, hmm. just because of time played. Uh, he was phenomenal this year. I mean, he was batting like 300 or above for the majority of the time this season. His power returned in August and September and kind of probably surged him into this award. Um, you know, I, I will scream from the mountaintops or go up to the roof and scream it. I love Bryce Harper. I, I just, I was like, oh, wow. He, he was still able to get the silver slugger. So congrats to Bryce uh, on his third silver slugger award. This one for the DH position. Hopefully next year he'll beat out Matt Olson, who took home the first base uh, in the NL uh, but Bryce Harper, third silver slugger. We'll we'll run through the rest of the guys here in a second. But uh, he's pretty good at baseball. <laughs> Hot that, take. That is. Oh, man. Wow. Learned something new today. No, I mean, for Bryce Harper, when he came back in May, we saw the slump that he went through in the middle of the season, homerless. And then, was, uh, and then of course, in the last 68 games, 18 home runs on one OPS, um, you know, after snapping his homerless streak, Bryce Harper, you can't you, you can't discredit the fact that he did all that after missing the start of the season. He's a I freak. think that's he, yeah exactly. And then on top of that, I know he's listed as a DH, but still the way he came back and Somebody's played, win it. Um, yeah, the way that he came back and played after an injury, a major injury, major you know elbow surgery at that. Yeah, I I'm not, I'm not surprised because Bryce Harper is is he is a freak athlete and he yeah. always exceeds expectations and. More than one way, but the list that he's on of uh, Silver Slugger winners is a great list overall when you yeah, look across a lot of all Braves. the names. A lot, a lot of Braves. Braves. A yeah. lot of stinking Braves. Uh, so first base, Matt Olson, very deserving. Luis Arise takes home the second base uh, Silver Slugger. Francisco Lindor, a lot of NL East guys is the overall takeaway from this. Uh, Lindor takes shortstop. Austin Riley takes third base. Uh, in the outfield, you have Juan Soto and Ronald Acuna Jr. as your corner outfielders. And then this guy, uh, Mookie Betts, you might have heard of him, takes home center field. And Cody Bellinger, Tyler, is that like a just a what's his yeah, position? It, it's kind of like um, what a they did. With, it's kind of like what they did with the gold glove. They have a utility player. Okay. Like, yeah. He's like how Hassan Kim won the utility gold yeah, yeah, glove. Yeah, yeah. Cody Bellinger went, is the same. Okay. Yeah, because Gunner is the same thing. He's the AL utility I mean, winner. That's that's nice. That kid's filthy. By the way, that's just. Uh, <laughs> I, feel like I, I don't think that's needed. I, you know I, what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you're just you're just making a fourth outfielder silver slugger spot, basically. It's, it's, it's a come on. It is. It's we need to give some. We want to give somebody else an award, nah, but we don't know where they can fit. Culture. Yeah, it Cancel is. his ass, <laughs> Cody Bellinger. You it's don't we're deserve looking shit. For more, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, with all the action that we saw from these guys this season, you know, congrats to them on being named Silver Sluggers. You know, they definitely stood up during game time and and helped their teams out and you can also step up during game time on the app. That is the game time app allows you to be able to buy tickets. For any concerts, games, events with a great price, they have the opportunity for you to see your seats before you go there. So you can check out your view, see exactly the angle that you'll have of the stage, the field, the court, whatever it is, the rink. So head over to the Game Time app. Use that code PHLY. Get $20 off. Again, for those of you on live with us on YouTube, it's right there on the bottom of your screen. Anybody that's listening across our podcast platforms, as we always appreciate those that listen back and can't join us live, 
It is code PHLY on the Game Time app. Download it, and first users get a chance to get $20 off of your purchase. Now, before we bring on John Foley, because it is Fridays with Foley. That would be the intro song if we had one. So I'm just going to make it myself because I make all the songs myself. Um, but <laughs> We've noticed. Yeah. I'm, don't worry, guys. So I'm in Twitter. charge of show music. It's me, guys. <laughs> it's me. Um, there have been some different announcements that have come out. Um, of course, in addition to Bryce Harper being named a silver slugger, five different Phillies were named to the all MLB voting. So you can go and vote for them. Go vote for our guys. Trey Turner, Bryce again, by no surprise, JT, Kyle Schwarbs, and Zach Wheeler. And I l- was cracking up at the fact that when the Phillies tweeted this out, the savage comments that I saw on Twitter from people, people were sad because Reese is getting like possibly getting let go. They were saying it's time to give up and get trout. There was all types of ludicrous things happening. And yes, I'm using, using ludicrous twice in the same show. Luda. Um, <laughs> you and Martian on the same page. Uh, a lot of people were like, we don't care because you're letting Reese go. And there's some heartbroken fans. Rightfully so. Um, some other things that came out earlier this week, there have been some promotions for the Phillies. So while they're making some deals, having some conversations, Conversations. We know Dave's been hard at work having conversations this past week. They made some promotions. Brian Barber was promoted to assistant general manager amateur of amateur he's scouting. Awesome. He's awesome. Preston Mattingly was he's very promoted handsome, to Preston Mattingly. Dad's Don, <laughs> you know, and then you get those good looks and, and you get gifted in the life of baseball. All right bad. now, all right now, Jamie. We, yeah, you know, Preston's very handsome. Reel it all in. It is Philly's sweet. I went, oh, look, he's, you know. Preston Mattingly, nice life. So handsome Preston Mattingly, uh, promoted to a j- assistant general Donnie manager Baseball's of player development. Dad? Like, how cool is that? Shush. It's one of the best <laughs> nicknames ever. Jamie's fanboy. I used to love Get Don Mattingly. Get your boy crush out of here. I used to love Don Mattingly. I'm sorry. And I knew he was a Yankee, but it was at least during the dark times <laughs> before they were the, the big giant. You guys are too young for Don Mattingly. Oh, good Lord. Great stash. Don Mattingly is the uh, the the most underappreciated. Like, he should yes. be a Hall of Famer. Oh, absolutely. Like, there's no doubt in my mind he absolutely. should be a Hall of Famer. You guys and your team. Look, look up his, some of his numbers. He was <laughs> awesome. All right. Yes. He's, so, yes, sorry for to, sure. Sorry to wrap no, it it's fine. I, mean, I always just, liked Don Mattingly. He was cool. And you're crushing on Preston and you like Don. Yeah, it's cool. I noticed he was very handsome. That's all. Um, also, the Phillies promoted Derek Chung <laughs> to director of international scouting, Edwin Soto to assistant director of player development, and Connor Betbays to assistant director of amateur scouting as well. <laughs> and uh, so, MBD's got me cracking up in the comments. I won't read it, but you in the comments. <laughs> section can enjoy that one i kind of agree with you <laughs> so yeah it's been i mean it's cool i like to see these different moves i know there were some other transitions in roles um sal agostinelli was transitioned to an advisor role at senior advisor of international scouting so some other moves that have been made throughout the phillies um front office and different roles and so these are the types of moves that we're paying it well not these specifically although jamie's clearly paying attention to preston but i'm, I'm deep diving don maddenley's baseball <laughs> porn hub reference.com page Career 307 hitter. Okay. <laughs> he had uh, like four help, straight years guys, of 200 help. plus hits. Well, it's time for 145 RBIs Fridays one year. Fridays with Foley. 388 total bases one year. Moving on from you, Jamie. Moving on because John I'm Mattingly. time to, you know what? No, because John's we're, old like me. Like As we're talking about replacing guys, I'm replacing it. this J for this Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome in John Foley. Nice to have you here. Always repping the Phillies with your merch. I see on your head you've got a nice Phillies hat, the classic on. Happy Friday. How are you feeling after a crazy crazy week across the league with all the discussions and GM meetings and rumors that have come out? Uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. Well, slight technical difficulty. We'll uh, we'll rejoin with John, John here in a second. John was saying so great that we I had am, to uh, cut him out. I am curious to hear John's thoughts on, you know, Aaron Nola, <laughs> the Reese Hoskins rumor, the Corbin Burns yes. availability now. Hey, John, we got you. Nope. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll get there. Third time's a charm. Come on. What do we got? Talk Nothing? to us, John. All right. Well, we'll continue on until Tyler can figure that out. A nice little technical hiccup. Wouldn't be uh, a Friday without a, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> wait, during this intermission, I will, Jamie will sing some songs for you. I will absolutely not. But you want me to keep going on Don Mattingly's baseball reference page? No. Oh man. His, his OPS was 967 that year. I think he got overshadowed by Tony Gwynn, Robin Yount, Paul Molitor. Like all those guys took a lot of Don Mattingly shine. And yeah. he had a cool nickname, Renee. Donnie Baseball. 
Yeah. What would your nickname be? Uh, I don't Jamie know. Jamie No Socks? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, if I played baseball, I'd have to uh, probably wear some socks, uh, which is unfortunate. You could not wear socks. Uh, no, because blisters and running and sweat. And I mean. All that stuff. Nah, I yeah, don't think that's I could true. Pull it off. That's probably important. Uh, you know. It's it's a disgusting thing to think yeah, about. Yeah, Jay, sure. the the Diamondbacks troll in the comment section. Clayton Kershaw is literally the worst playoff pitcher <laughs> I've ever seen with my own two eyeballs. I want nothing to do with Clayton Kershaw and the Philadelphia Phillies. Stop trolling us, please, about Clayton Kershaw. It's not <laughs> well, happening. But while Corbin you're here, Burns, while you're here, make sure you guys are hitting that like button. Make sure you're uh, jumping into the conversation in the chat. You know, I know there's a thumbs down. I hope that's not you, Jay. Who gave us a thumbs down? Rude. Uh, but yeah, make sure you're in the in the chats. And as always, if you guys ever miss us live on YouTube, you can always watch back on podcast platforms. If you want to just rewatch, maybe you like miss something great, or you want to hear my singing again, or whatever it is, or you want to hear Jamie fanboying again, Don you can Maddie always go back. Yeah. I haven't thought <laughs> about him in a long time. My friend growing up had like about the uh, Donnie time. baseball poster where he was leaning on the bat, and I think that I don't know was seared in my brain. Huh? Did you ever get into like the the posters, like oh. the old school like nineties? Like oh, did I? Yeah, I used to always because you could cut them out of magazines. Yeah, well, Sports Illustrated for kids yes. always had the three section one, and I would I had love one of, that. One of my fa I had two that I absolutely loved. One was the Bash Brothers with McGuire and Sosa. Wearing Classic. the Blues Brother hat. Classic. And then the local one I had that I absolutely loved was uh, Dirt and Nails, where it was, um, or Nails, Mr. Clean and Nails. And it was Dale Murphy and Lenny Dykstra, um, you know, side by side. And Dale Murphy's jersey was always clean because he wasn't a mucker and a grinder like Dykstra. <laughs> uh, I used to love the, the childhood posters. Well, and then my favorite of all time is another sport, but the MJ Leaving, oh, okay. leaving the foul line when everybody's holding up the tens <laughs> behind him and he's just soaring through the air. I mean, that is a goodie. I want to like just go decorate my basement in like old '90s <laughs> sports posters. Well, you used to buy the magazines and they'd be in there, and that was one of the most exciting parts about Slam going had to some the good ones. Slam. Always had good yeah. ones, and I would check out like my favorite artists, like Aaliyah, TLC. I had Cisco. I had Allen Iverson. Cisco. Like, yeah, mm. the thong, the thong, thong song, which now I realize I was like seven when that yeah, song came out, say, like, and I was hindsight. like dancing the thong song. <laughs> Very perverted song. But when you think back, most kids are singing and dancing the perverted song, so it's it's kind of creepy when you think about it. How as a kid, yeah, you, I've seen some of my friends like, like no kids, scrubs, like, I'd be singing and Destiny's Child, but now I'm like, okay, that was semi innocent. But me singing thong song with my sisters as we would we would always put on concerts. That's why like my music stuff didn't just start. I yeah. was always always the kid putting on concerts and stuff so back well, in the day it'd be a thong song concert with me and my <laughs> sisters singing in the living room so there we you have go. our technical team trying to figure out what the hell's going on and uh it wouldn't be a friday show without some technical issues so we'll get to john in a minute as soon as we can uh, we will sort get it that fixed stuff shortly because uh, i do want to play guess that ballpark with john i know we need I help wanna, i want to see him get tortured like we've been tortured <laughs> Um, so infielder wise, uh, and the free agent, uh, market hasn't been too exciting. Nah. One, uh, there's one thing I'll mention that I've seen the Phillies tied to at least twice now, uh, which I find very hard to believe, but it's out there in the rumor mill. Um, there's not a lot of like big name, uh, infield players. Matt Chapman is going to be the biggest, uh, and he's actually the name I've seen now, granted, this is extreme rumor mill, uh, GM meeting related. Maybe somebody's just floating it out there to, to gauge interest or whatever. But uh, Matt Chapman for the Phillies, and that would mean moving Alec Bohm. Now, I don't understand why they'd do that unless they were just looking for a power upgrade from the position. Um, I, I don't give it much credibility, but it is something that I've seen out there, meaning it's something that probably somebody is putting out into the uh, But I thought that was a weird one. I don't think the Phillies I, are going to be looking to do that because Alec Bohm just improves uh, in every basically category except power, but got to 100 RBIs still. So I don't, yeah. I don't, that one doesn't pass the smell test to me. Well, Matt Chapman uh, has been 
consistently a name floating around because he's one of the best available and the best available infielder that you see right now in the market. Uh, I know Heyman also reported that they think Chapman's going to get close to a $150 million, $150 million deal. Um, $1.50, I'll sign him right now yeah. and figure it out. <laughs> but, you know, not a great stretch in the season for Chapman. Uh, when you look at after the month of April when he had a .659 OPS over his final 113 games, but still high in demand. Um, I know he's someone that I had listed as an infielder to just keep an eye on, not just specifically for the Phillies, but because there's not a lot of infielders that I'm, no, that I'm seeing right now. It's not, no, it's market. not. He's really the only name, which is why by default, he's the one that people are rating so highly. Uh, he does have a high strikeout rate. Uh, his strikeout rate has been higher than 27% in each year since 2020. Obviously he's a gold glover one of the best defensive players, but it's, you know, as we see from guys like Yoro, do you want to have a player that you're bringing <laughs> yeah. in? That's you're still trying. <laughs> so He's be in the minors next year. There's, there's, you know, so many, we've already seen a guy in Johan Rojas. That's a great defensive player, but doesn't give you good at bats. Why would you come bring in somebody else that's doing the same thing? But you know, 17 homers this year, 28.5 um, that he averaged in prior years. So the numbers on his at bats are not great and they're decreasing. And I know, John, you're saying in the chat, he's another streaky bat. Yeah, I think it um, makes absolutely no sense. He's a solution without a problem. It just doesn't – it's kind of Brian like you're said training. it makes no sense. Yeah, I think somebody – I think an agent is maybe using the Phillies. Uh, like, it makes no sense. Yeah, and it's I know not a problem John, that exists. John – there's a lot of Johns in the chat, actually. But um, John, you're saying – John M., you're saying Bohm is a pretty good value, and you can't have he's everyone on the team making 20 – you know, more than $20 million. So that is a big part. You're going to have Alec Bohm, who you can have for – cheaper i think he's um, just centering his first or second year of arbitration we saw him in over 20 home runs this past year i mean he did struggle at, at stretches he's in the post arbitration eligible year one right now so he's due right. roughly for 4.6 why would you want to go pay matt chapman yeah and, and when you're not going to get much from matt chapman um offensively so yes you can have him be a he's a great third baseman but not someone that uh you fully are going to throw it all in to try to find a way to Chapman for Boehm. It's not All really right. a big change. Let's try this again. <clears throat> John, do we have you? No! <laughs> oh, I'm going to go take a header out the window. Right? <laughs> well, while we're talking about... <laughs> while we're, while All right, we're, here, uh, we'll do this game, John. Uh, I'm going to throw some names at you. Give me a thumbs up <laughs> or a thumbs down. Corbin Burns, are you all in? Thumbs yeah. up, yeah. Just one thumb, I feel like he's like two, three, four thumbs up. Keeping Aaron Nola, thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh. Thumbs up, all right. He's like a maybe, though. I, I saw a little yeah. maybe. Blake Snell, thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm the same way. Like, yeah. Uh, Yamamoto. Yeah, thumbs up. <laughs> uh, and who else? This is actually kind of a fun game. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of enjoying this. <laughs> the podcast listeners the are like, "What the fuck am I listening to?" Yeah, <laughs> so sorry to all you podcast well, people. Well, no, you're giving the answer. You're saying it verbally <laughs> no, so they true, can hear true, it. True, true. Please, sir. Yeah, uh, Mike Trout, John, thumb up or thumb down? Oh, I thought. Oh, oh yeah, he oh, gave him the old gladiator. No, shaking his head no before he went thumbs down. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I don't think any need. <laughs> Uh, who else have we talked about? Um, uh, oh, Chapman. Matt Chapman. Yeah, I don't see any need there. It's not a real Yeah, he's problem. like an eh. Okay, agreed. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez. I got one after down. you. Testing, testing. Oh, ah, see, all we had to do is play a game to get you working. That's what right. it was. We had to, we had to warm, warm things up a bit. <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of fun. I, I'm really a, a better guest when I, when I can't speak. So this... <laughs> Yeah, mostly for the best, to be honest. Uh, yeah. yeah, so everybody that's listening, this is John Foley, runs 2008 Phils on Twitter. Uh, he's been joining us every Friday here to have a little fun. Uh, so, yeah, obviously there's been, a, you know, the GM meetings, John. A lot of the names we just gave you for the thumbs up, thumbs down game have been, you know, hot stove rumor tied to the Phillies in one way, uh, shape, or form. Where does your like uh, instinctual baseball gut find you right now on this Friday? Like, who's your number one? Who are you yearning for uh, as the Phillies are are heating up here in the off season? Yeah, I'm I'm in a bad place because I'm finding it hard to get excited about anybody other than Corbin Burns, and that's that's not where you want to be. What we were right? talking about. Oh, he's only going to go to one team. 
you know, the, the Phillies probably having conversations, but uh, who knows if you're there. But, you know, overall, I just, I need to see, I hope there's a some sort of comprehensive plan that we're not aware of because I, I don't see what they're doing right now. You, so one, you've got to get the, the pitching sorted out before anything else. I get that. It's either Nola, somebody other than Nola. If we're looking to upgrade, if we think we're a, a team that's right there, uh, I, d- I don't know if there's many upgrades out there. Burns, obviously, um, will cost you some prospects. I'm fine with that, given where the team is and that the window is now, depending on the prospects, obviously. Um, you know, I, I think Nola's sort of, that's the person for, for all the grief everybody gave Nola over the course of the season. I think that's the guy you want back if you don't, if you don't get Burns. Um, what, you, what you absolutely can't do is go into the, go into the postseason with, you know, Taiwan Walker as your, as your number three starter and bumping Suarez up to two, maybe you can get comfortable with that. Um, it's, it's tough. So I, I think gut feeling, I think, I think they'll end up bringing Noel back. Maybe there's just a lot of posturing about, you know, the, this, these big contract hopes and everybody's sort of waiting to see where the first big deal goes down and then we'll sort of set the market. Um, at so least John, you keep uh, Nola this morning. Uh, sorry, I was just going to say John Heyman said this morning Nola's looking uh, for north of two hundred million right in that ballpark. Are you totally fine giving Aaron Nola say a seven or eight year deal for two hundred mil? But totally, totally fine is a is a strong way to put it. You know, uh, if that's what the market says his value is, then that's that's what he costs. I feel like somebody's probably going to pay it to him, and um, yeah, I mean it, it might have to be us. I, it's just supply and demand. There's not a lot of pitchers out there, you know. Uh, I I do think that is contract numbers always seem ridiculous until the next round, and then they don't, right? But that does seem like an enormous amount of money for Aaron Nola. I know he's quote more durable than these other pitchers, but you know, I I don't know if too much is being made of the innings he covers because I'm looking at the numbers from last season, right? And you've got his ERA inning in the first three innings, four oh three. His ERA in the middle three innings, four eight two. And then his ERA in the seventh, eighth, or ninth inning last season, five two seven. So are you really getting that much more out of the out of the sixth, seventh, eighth inning Nola than we than you would get out of average major league uh bullpen pitching? I I don't know. So would you rather get five quality Cy Young uh candidate innings and then swap swap to the bullpen? I, I don't know. Does, I, I think there's something to be said there. Yes, if if Nola will pitch 60, 70 more innings than than Snell, you've got to cover those innings with somebody. But that's that might not be the wrong approach. But now, you know, the rumors are that Snell's looking for even more money than Nola. So I don't know. Pick pick your poison. It is interesting because I know everybody keeps talking about the durability, the innings pitched. And are we looking for quality? Or are we looking for quantity? Because as you talk about, as those innings wear on. It's not like Aaron Nola's getting better. He's, he's, he's dipping lower and getting worse. Um, so I'm going to toss a question out at you. Obviously, it's not our money. So that $200 million, I still wouldn't pay it, though. If you, What's your top choice for the Phillies in terms of pitchers? What's your ne- next choice? If, if you're making a deal, what's the first one that you're actively going after? And then what's the second choices for you? I'm, I'm checking in with Milwaukee on Burns, um, doing anything I can to make that happen. And I think number number two, I think he pivoted back to Nola. Uh, after that, Snell. But I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's a bad situation. It's tough. It's why I'm concerned about the Phillies' approach overall. And then once you get past the pitching, now you've, now you've got to deal with the lineup, and that that's where I failed to see the plan. I, it felt at the beginning of the offseason that your choices were between sort of keeping Hoskins bat in the lineup or having Rojas out in center in his glove. And reasonable people can disagree over whether you want that gold glove caliber center fielder out there or whether you want Hoskins bat. And it's like, all right, well, uh, now, now Harper's going to play first base. We sort of know what's going on. Um, Hoskins is, is not going to be in the mix. Oh, but also the chatter is that Rojas is going to start in AAA uh, to get every day at bats, which it really seems like he needs. Okay, so we need one outfielder. Marsh is back in center. Cassie Allison right now. You need an outfielder in left. And then the next thing you hear is they're they're looking or open to 
trading Castellanos and now we need two outfield spots. So we just went from having too many outfielders and first basemen to, to not enough and needing to fill two outfield spots plus a, a top of the rotation pitcher. Like I, I would say my, my overarching feeling is concern at this point. I hope there's a plan, but whatever it is, I can't really see it. I hope I hope there's something big in the works that we're this is not even on our radar. Uh, yeah, and Dombrowski historically is pretty aggressive and um, usually, you know, has a plan. Uh, but you're right, like it is kind of unknown. You know, Eduardo Rodriguez was mentioned today as a possibility. Sonny Gray's been mentioned as a possibility. You know, Heyman still says the Phillies and Nola are talking first. Uh, so it does seem like they're throwing a lot of lines in the water, and we'll, we'll see what they eventually pull up here. Uh, but, John, we've been doing this game this week, and it's kind of a torture chamber for Renee and I. Uh, and it's uh, kind of modeled a little bit after Rod Friedman, the uh, Pitchy Ninjas baseball delivery uh, thing where you blur out the person and try and figure out who it is. We're doing it with MLB ballparks, and holy hi, hell, hi. is it hard. Um, I thought for sure Fenway Park was going to be a layup for me. Uh, swing and a miss, missed it. Uh, I'm one for three. Renee is zero for three. Tyler right. knows the answer. I'm not bragging about one for three. It's not <laughs> that good. Uh, so you're going to enter the torture chamber with us today uh, and see if you can guess that ballpark. Uh, Tyler, when you're ready, you can hit us with the ballpark. Uh, let's see here. We got drum roll, please. Oh, my Lord. Ooh, funky left field line there. Okay. Ooh, I guess that ballpark. And people in the chat, please. That's a funky center field. So too. while you guys are thinking, we've already guessed, and, and I mean, I'm sorry, we've already had in the last three Bush Stadium, Fenway, and Yankee Stadium. That's the one that Jamie it's a got weird correct. Right field so it's not one of those field. three. And please in the chat, drop your thoughts as well. Um, mm. John, I'm not sure what you're thinking so far, but. Let's think this through together. That, that, that left side and the right side is definitely what I'm going to start paying attention to. MBD saying he's terrible at this. I have two I that come well. to mind. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's a minute because <laughs> of that weird right center and Petco Park out in San Diego because of that left field. John, what are you thinking so far? <laughs> no, I did to be honest. This, this is a tough game. I told you it's hard, uh, man. I'm just trying. I look every time uh, one of these comes up. I just look at it. and I, I try to make it Citizens Bank Park. I'm like, all right, that little and then could be the WMA. I don't think that's right. I, I know <laughs> we're gonna miss Citizens Bank. I'm gonna go Minute Maid Park. I'm saying Minute Maid Park or Astros, whatever it's currently called. Um, yeah, I can't keep up with all the marketing. <sighs> I don't feel I don't feel that strong about it, to be honest. Was, what are we saying here in the chat? Anything? Uh, nobody. Somebody John. says, is that Wrigley? Mm, could be. Fenway, we already did, Trevor. Uh, Coors, Brian Knight says. San Fran, uh, mm. Kilgore says. But I thought San Fran went straight down right field. I didn't think there was that cut in there. Uh, Texas, Crab says. I'm going to – I'm thinking – Angels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so gonna stick with Minute my, Maid as my guess. Okay, yeah, I see Seattle, Texas, Coors, Minute Maid, San Fran. Okay, I got. Oh goodness. Wait, Tyler, is there anybody that's given a correct answer so far? So the correct answer amongst between the three of you and the chat, the correct answer was said ah. at some point. I don't like I'm sticking you... with Minute Man. I feel no, like... that makes me more nervous because now, so Trevor, we already did Yankee Stadium. Shout out Gabe and uh, his strategy. I'm going to guess the same stadium every day and I'll go one for 30. Yes. <laughs> and it's not will... a bad strategy. That's actually not a bad strategy because you will get one correct. I'm sticking okay, with wait. It could be City Field, which I did say yesterday. Shitty Field? Because that right, no, it doesn't pop out the same way. We're going to need a final answer here, Renee. I got all day. John, nope. do you have a final answer? Uh, you know, I'll I'll go I'll go San Fran, but this is this is a total right. challenge. Okay, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Peco Park. Oh wait, did anybody say that? Because I actually Barbara just said San Diego. Okay, Definitive I guess Peco Park. Wait, no, because I don't know because I think was Barbara's included in that when you said. It? Minute made, minute made. All, All right, my final James answer. Go a minute made. My final answer. Gosh, I just want to get Spin one right. Out, I just want to get one right, guys. I'm going to stick with, what did I say first? City Field? I think you said City Field. 
It's not City Field. That's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. Oh no. Um, you you were definitely that student that always. Was oh like, my gosh! I used to literally take my yeah, paper like, to the teacher yeah. and they'd be like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! I'm gonna I change really my thing." I really want to get an A on this, and I think it's A material. <laughs> what can I do better or more? You were definitely that student. All right, Just I'm gonna go. An I'm gonna go San Fran. All right, we got two San Fran's, <laughs> one minute made. All right, so John and Renee go San Fran. JB yeah. go minute made. Oh my God! By the way, Renee. You should have stuck with what no! you initially said. <laughs> oh, you no! blew it. You blew it. Are you, you had it. Are you kidding me? You literally changed out of the Are right you answer. Are kidding me? That's unfortunate. I'm going to take that point. Nope. Nope. It was That's not your two final half answer. points. Yesterday I was no in the right state. No points for you. Today yeah. I was <laughs> No. The Zuli has ruled. No <laughs> points for you, and may God have the mercy only, on the your soul. The only person that so gets I points today old... is Barbara. Oh <laughs> Barbara my got it. Gosh, nice Barbara, work, Barbara. I Carol. should have stuck with you because we've been correct on so many things together. I was definitely the student that would take my paper with my pencil, though. I always brought my pencil with me mm -hmm. to go hand in my my test or whatever. Because last second, I'd be like, oh wait, 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 one more thing. I'd be the one that would hand it in like first, and they'd be like, <sighs> are you sure you're ready? And I'm like, uh huh, just get it away from me. I don't want to see that. I was ever definitely again. always one of the last students to hand it in. Still got that A of though. Of course. I was always the first. I, I considered it a race, not like Dang an actual it. grading measure. I'm counting that. Oh, mm, I'm nope. so disappointed You're in myself. Over. Gosh. <laughs> if you say the name when anywhere, I go to dinner. that counts. And what kind of student were you, John? I know you're a, a highly educated man. What uh, Were you uh, last was, in, was, first in? I was, I was not first. I was not handing anything in early. Always always late, always procrastinating. But, but I did okay. I did okay my own way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's been a lot of fun hanging out this Friday, John. A uh, lot of interesting stuff to keep an eye on here in the Phillies rumor mill. I love hot stove off-season talk almost as much as I do in-season stuff. Uh, so I think roster construction, especially in baseball, uh, is such a fascinating sport because it's so individualized. Whereas like football and basketball and hockey, you need your teammates a little bit more than you do in baseball. Uh, so I always, I always find that roster construction fascinating in the off season. So it should be a lot of fun, hopefully. And that pretty much like wraps it up for us today. A lot of good stuff. I think the takeaway from today is everybody's hor horny for Corbin Burns. Well, I'm frustrated. And you know what always helps when you're well, frustrated? You Some changed, retail therapy. You changed out of so you can go over to FOCO. Correct answer. You can go over way? to FOCO. <laughs> Go over to FOCO, use that code PHLY that's on your screen to be able to get 10% off of your purchase. We saw the, we, we've seen the hats, the merch, the sweatshirts, the t-shirts, the bobbleheads, the collectibles. It's all there at FOCO for you that you can rep your squads. And now when you're out at the games, you can be able to, uh, you know, have some awesome merchandise that you're wearing as you're tailgating, as you're cheering on your teams. So definitely head over to FOCO. Again, the code is PHLY, get 10% off. And thank you guys for joining us to play Guess That Ballpark. I'm really devastated, actually. I actually... This is going to eat like, you up all weekend, I and I like love it. I feel like you got... Okay, if we're doing this in... <laughs> this is a baseball show. It is going to eat me up all weekend, because I'm such a yes, competitor, and I'm so this. pissed off. This is my chance. <laughs> you got a home it. run, basically, with getting Yankee Stadium correct. I feel like I got, like, a, at the least, a ball. Like, I, like I got... Like, I, I just walked to first. I feel like actually, mm. like I think we need to start giving some stats here. Mm. And I, I think because <laughs> no soup for you, may God have mercy on your I won't say it was soul. a hit, but mm. I think that I, I think I just was walked to first. At best, it was a hit by pitch. <laughs> Ouch! Literally. Yeah. I, uh, you had the right answer. You should have listened to Barbara <sighs> Carroll. Barbara Carroll gets and the, the sad utmost thing is, respect. I am of fully looking online at the images of them. It's a hard game to even. But it's cheat not at. the same angle, and it's obviously mm -hmm. filled in, and it's not easy at all. Man, but you we're... cheated, and you still messed oh, up. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, for Renee Washington, for Tyler Zuli, uh, thanks for hanging <sighs> out with us today on this Friday. Looks to be, uh, I think, a fairly nice weekend out. So I hope everybody uh, enjoys their Eagles bye weekend. Uh, make sure you're checking out our sh other shows here at the station, the Sixers, the Phillies, the Flyers, and, of course, the Union. Yes. We're on to the second round versus Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. And I guess we'll know that schedule, what, Sunday? Uh, no. Next well, round? who knows, actually. It should be hopefully Sunday that we find out when okay. the Union play, but it's going to be like 18 days before their next game in the Eastern Conference semis. I know somebody really quickly was asking, hypothetical man, you did miss our game for guess that ballpark um i know you guys were asking for a run through trevor of the answers i got none of these answers correct except two halves she's even um, cheating and getting them bush stadium was our first one that we did on tuesday wednesday we had fenway thursday yesterday was yankee stadium and jamie got that right 
I at least had the right state. I'm going to just keep... Nah, I actually nah, typed nah, that nah, out. You don't even get credit for it. And then today, I had Paco Field, but... Um, Barbara got it correct, as uh, none of us got that one right, yeah, technically. it's a really hard game. Um, so thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday. Everybody, have a great, uh, safe, and fun weekend out there from all of us here at the PHLY Phillies podcast. Let's hope some uh, some hot stove rumors pick up over the weekend, because we'd love to see some action here from the Phillies and Dave Dombrowski. We will be back on Monday. See you all then. Love you. Thanks for hanging out. Bye. Peace. Y'all city like the mayor.